0: Tech Talk with Jess Kelly. In association with Viatel Technology Group, IT leaders breathe easy with Viatel-managed Cybersecurity. Viatel.com This is News Talk.
1: Yeah, you're very welcome along to Tech Talk. This is Jess Kelly with you here on News Talk. Coming up over the next hour, we're looking back at two decades of Facebook. From the fun to the fallout and the future, we'll look at the impact that Facebook has had on society. As always, you can email the show techtalk at newstalk.com or you'll find me on Instagram at JessKellyNT. But I want to bring you this little snippet that I found from 2004. This is an itty bitty baby, Mark Zuckerberg, talking about his vision for his platform. When we first launched, we were hoping for, you know, maybe 400, 500 people. Harvard didn't have a Facebook, so that's the gap that we were trying to fill. And now we're at 100,000 people. So who knows where we're going? Yeah, that was Mark Zuckerberg talking about Facebook back in 2004. The company, 20 years on, now has around 3 billion active members on the platform. And it has not been smooth sailing over the last 20 years. But we want to start by going back to the good old days. And Cullum Boog of Off The Ball is with me now. Colum, how are you? Hi, Jess. Uh, so we spoke about Bebo a little while ago. Uh-huh. And I think we both have that nostalgic role for it. Do you feel the same about Facebook?
0: Oh, yeah. Are you going out tonight? On the public page. On
1: the public page.
0: Of Facebook. Yeah. For everyone to see. A magical time. Like Facebook was enormous, wasn't it? I mean, mm-hmm. that's bl- stating the blindingly obvious, but like, what are, are we, the 20th anniversary, yet, Yeah. right? So, like, it really took off. I think it was 2006, it started gaining real traction. Mm-hmm. It wasn't it Sean Parker's idea, AKA Justin Timberlake, to add photos? Yes. And that really helped it to a new dimension. But I was late to it. I set up my Facebook in May 2009. Mm-hmm. days before I went on my J1 to New York. And we had very little money there, like not much resources. Now, for example, in New York, so you had to go to the local library if you wanted internet access. This, mm-hmm. is, this is summer 2009. And you had to log into a computer and then go onto your Facebook account. And it was the biggest thrill.
1: But it was an appointment in your day to go and check your Facebook. Huge. Like I... I've been on Facebook I think 15 years now and so my entire life from when I was 19 to 34 is stored there in a digital archive owned by Facebook Mm. but it was that thing and like I, I see it now when I look at my memories you've got people replying to a question on my wall but you don't see my question because it was ju- that was how you communicated. It was way before Facebook Messenger was a thing. Hmm. You used to just write on people's walls and everything was so public and it was just, I don't know, I find it a little bit cringe now when I go back and look at them.
0: Do you remember creating an event? Yeah. And it could be like someone's birthday.
1: A free gaffe. Yeah. That's what we used to do.
0: Yeah. Someone would uh, create
1: a free gaff party page thing.
0: Um, Tom Morty's been in touch Mm-hmm. but it's the uh, memories of Facebook
1: mm-hmm.
0: I actually asked an, a friend of mine uh, during the week I was saying what are your Facebook memories and he was like oh, I hated that feature I was like no not the actual Facebook memories what are your memories of Facebook so Tom Marty saying do you remember when o- older people would post stuff like according to Harvard University there are swamp people who are using your photos without permission <laughs> this post is to say that the swamp people do not have permission to use my photos
1: and that still happens. Like this is the thing, right? So before we get too far ahead, I think we should acknowledge that Facebook was the place to be for people our generation when it came out. Bit by bit, it's kind of died away. And those type of things of copy and paste this. If I could call you in case of an emergency, you know those kind of posts that your mum's auntie's cousin's dog puts up, and it's just it's nonsensical. That that's probably ninety percent of what I see. That and ads is all I see now when I go onto my Facebook. None of my friends are actually utilising the platform. Never,
0: I have it, and then I might go on it every so often. But it is essentially a publisher now. Yeah, is the way I see it. Like people get their news, or they used to a few years ago. But sure, like if you ask a, a person under the age of twenty-five, mm-hmm. if they use Facebook. They like they will literally laugh at you. Yeah, I loads of examples of this laughing. But when I was that age and younger, Facebook was everything. Like because that that was the transition from Bebo, and it was before Twitter got kind of ubiquitous you know there were certain people used Twitter but it wasn't huge and Instagram was really in its infancy so everybody was going to Facebook and uh, when I was in college like that was when it was particularly massive and you'd have pages created for the most frivolous of things so it would be like going up to communion for seconds (laughs) and then you'd click on that hyperlink and the page would literally be just that line Without a photo or a cover photo. And that was it. That was the whole page. And you could get to know someone really well if you had just met them by going on their Facebook profile and checking the type of comedy pages that they like. That was a matchmaking exercise. That was kind of basic Tinder back then. What does this person like?
1: Yeah. Now, that since proved to be, I suppose... A little bit of a scary insight into individuals and assumptions can be made by that from an advertising point of view and we're going to talk about the whole Cambridge Analytica thing with Stephen O'Leary in just a few minutes but like when you, have you ever gone on and looked at the assumptions that Facebook has made on you, uh, about you based on your friends and ads you've interacted with and locations that you've checked into and all that kind of stuff?
0: No like um as in like it's listening to you and it's learning you.
1: It's learning you yeah so if you go into your if you go to your Facebook page and if you tap on the little right-hand corner and go to your settings, they have made things more transparent to get a better understanding of how, when, and why they use your data. Mm-hmm. But you can also see the assumptions made about you uh, for advertisers based on your age and what you've interacted with and all that kind of stuff. And I think the reason why we're delving so deeply into Facebook is because it was the first social media platform that firstly has dominated for as long as they have. But also, in 2006, when they brought about the news feed, that was the first time a lot of us had encountered content that was algorithmically put before us, if you know what I mean. Mm. So rather than you seeing the latest post that I put up, you'd see what Facebook's algorithm had decided you'd see. And so I think... It's when I look back on it now, I just find it really interesting because so much of our digital lives have been lived on Facebook. But we didn't know how much we were handing over to them and how much we were being manipulated by them. And I'm not saying manipulated in a bad way, but just, you know, they had a lot of power.
0: There was a naivety probably from everyone. at that mm-hmm. time. Social channels were so new and Bebo felt like a community. Whereas Facebook was like the first big WhatsApp group you were ever in. Yeah. So when you logged on, it was all of the people you knew, like mm-hmm. everything was going on there. Like I told you a story off air about I, I went through this glass door when I was 12 years old, right? And then 10 years later, I was in college. And
1: Well, hang on. When you say glass door, as in like it was an accident and you were very, very badly injured.
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh, then like, yeah, I would say the bones of a decade later, mind my own business on Facebook and UCC. And then, a girl that was there that night, like, there was five or six of us running around. She publicly posted, Are you the same Colin Bowie that went through the glass door in New York in 2001? Mm. And that was for everyone to see because that was before Messenger came in. Yeah. So it was, it, you would really share fairly private conversations on your wall on Facebook and you'd have no shame about it. And then it's hard to, like, like even think now that there wasn't the like button for a while. Like you had to say like, you had to, type, you had to comment like and then the like button was brought in and wasn't there like a campaign to bring a dislike, dislike, dislike button, button, button yeah. But then people thought, well, that would just encourage abuse. Yeah,
1: but, that. but then they introduced and it's only if in the last few years that they introduced the other emoji reaction things. You know, the way you yeah. can like long press and you can heart something or do crying laughing emoji or something.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that is a relatively new feature, but I just don't pay attention to it that much. Like my um, habits are Twitter, Instagram, TikTok.
1: Mm. Uh,
0: Facebook is like, I might accidentally go onto Facebook every so often. But then I, when I scroll through it, like I still see people in my life who are pretty active on it. But every time I go onto my wall or anyone's that I, that I would know quite well my age, all it is is just happy birthday messages yeah. that people haven't responded That's to. That's the
1: one thing that I love about Facebook. It reminds is, you. It reminds you. Or if you're not sure if it's someone's birthday today, you can dip in and then see if their mother has said a birthday. But that was good
0: five years ago when you go on Facebook regularly and then you could, because it was good at telling you the calendar of birthdays coming up. Like, so yeah. you, could, you could know like six people of the same day and I never knew that person had that person's <laughs> birthday in common. So it is handy. But if you're not going on it, it's no good to you. Mm.
1: Um, would you consider deleting your Facebook?
0: No, no, I mean, like what's the point? Because there's good archive stuff, like there's like photos from over a decade ago, mm. which brings you back into that time, like, I was mentioning being on a J1 in New York in that library in 2009 and there are photos, probably the first, well they would have of course been the first photos I uploaded or were tagged in at that time and it's like, you are transported back to that era. So I, I, I wouldn't delete it for that reason because it's, it's actually storing my photos. Mm. And also it's hilarious, like what, going back on old posts when, when COVID was at its peak and do you remember Saturday Night Quizzes? Yes. Uh, there was a round that one of the lads created with just like old Facebook memories and he brought up <laughs> there was say like half a dozen of us in the quiz. And the quiz was, who said this? And it was a post from like 2008. That's which, which one of you said it? Mm. And then like people are getting like constantly thinking it's someone else. Like, it's like I can't believe I was that type of person. It also reminds you of the person that you were.
1: Yeah. But you see, that's something that I don't know from a societal point of view if it's a good thing or not.
0: Right.
1: Because I think... Particularly when you're the age that we were at when we started on Facebook, you're kind of young and naive and arrogant and you think you have the world sussed and you've got a chip on your shoulder and you make these ridiculous statements that you and I today wouldn't stand over. Yeah. And I think there have been so many examples where people have been hung out to dry based on stuff that they posted on social media ages ago. And the notion, like I go through my memories thing pretty much every day and I delete stuff and I've been doing it for ages now. And there's some of the stuff that I just, I sounded like such a gobshite. And I I know you're going to jump in and say you still do. Thank you so much. That's very funny. But I just think there's less space for us now to kind of disown our previous selves or evolve from our previous selves because everything is stored in this digital archive.
0: Do you think employers... Still the look at people's Facebook when they're deciding whether to hire them.
1: I don't know about that. And I don't even know if it's about the employer thing. I think it's just growing up in the digital age, it kind of gives me the ick when everything is just stored there in an archive owned by big tech. Like everything from when, like I used to post all the time, all the time. And do you know when you used to post about yourself in the third person? No, did you not do that? No, no. Oh, maybe it was just a special thing that I did then. But like, it, there's just there's so much stuff there that I think now is a good time to go through and maybe clean it up a little bit. But you won't do that. I do it every day. The memories, mm.
0: and you delete all posts.
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: What are you hiding from? Like,
1: not hiding from, but I just I don't understand. I kind of wondering like what was like what was the need but for that,
0: that was you then you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's a memory of your old self. That's what Facebook is for people. Like, it's a scrapbook. It's an old album that your parents look at. That's our album.
1: But why would you want to...
0: Because it's a part of your life. Like, that's part of your history. And for people our age, Facebook was a massive part of their early adulthood.
1: Yeah. But, like, you can go on and download your entire Facebook archive. Ah, yeah, but
0: there's no thrill in that, you know.
1: But there's no thrill in me. No.
0: Scrolling through. It's amazing. No. Oh, it's unbelievable. Do you know, as well, you could see your shared history. In common with people. There was a tab. I'm surprised you don't notice. now, but judging by your face, hmm. you could, I think it was like top right, you could be like friends in common or whatever. Or your mutual post or something. Okay. And it would literally give you a history of what you shared. It was very handy.
1: You see, I don't know. I've also...
0: What's your problem with Facebook?
1: I don't... There's something about it I just don't like. And like nothing annoys me more than when... Someone that I met once in 2007 adds me on Facebook. I'm like, get away. Like, it's
0: an honor. They remember you all these years later.
1: No. No, I just, I don't. You've I,
0: never liked Facebook. You've never given it a chance.
1: That's, I've been there for like 14, 15 years.
0: I don't know. I think, um, I, don't, I don't think Facebook owes you anything. You know, I think, I think it gave you a start.
1: I think I gave it a hell of a lot of data that it used and abused and monetized.
0: And? And but so do all the other platforms that you continue to use.
1: Uh, Yeah, but I'm more aware of it now.
0: Like well, the, the, but you're not doing anything differently than you would have done with Facebook.
1: I am for sure. I, I like The way I post on every other platform, ever since, I'll never, ever forget it. And again, we'll be talking about it in a minute. The day the Cambridge Analytica story broke, right? Uh-huh. I was at my desk and I was about to go on, Pat Kenny. And I went in and read the terms of use of Facebook Messenger. And at the time, it said that... In order to use Facebook Messenger, you had to accept a thing that uh, gave Messenger access to your entire call log and your entire phone book. So say, like the example that we figured out on air was that Pat Kenny is not on Facebook, has never been on Facebook. But Pat Kenny's phone number was stored in my Facebook archive because he's called me on my phone before. That level of data and diving and grabbing is just bananas. Now, they've since changed it, I should say, but, like, we were so naive.
0: This is a great out-of-context Jess Kelly piece. What? Anyone turning on the radio right now. What? Pat Kenny is not on Facebook. <laughs> in an Breaking angry
1: news. Uh, no, I, I don't know. I just, I, I think, like, we've been having chats in the office here about whether or not Facebook is a good thing for society overall. Do you think it's a good thing? Should it have, like, would the world be different?
0: Mm. Without it? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It was, um, it was like the start of so many people's digital journey, if you want to be mm. pretentious about it. But it was, though, like, I it's had its time, I would say. Yeah. No, it's it's an antiquated social media platform now compared to its rivals. Yeah. It absolutely is. Mm-hmm. But, like, You can't sit there and tell me that it wasn't an important part of people's lives or also a cherished memory for many. But like, do I I don't think there's much love for it anymore. I don't know if that's down to Mark Zuckerberg himself and there's kind of a mistrust of him and, you know, multi-million slash billionaires and how maybe he took advantage of people's data and people are much more aware of that now. Like, they've been educated as the years go by, like you say, and like, you'd be in the advanced you know, cohort of that because you work in the industry. But people are aware that, like, data has been taken. Mm-hmm. And we live in a GDPR world now where people are more sensitive to it. They might not do anything about it, but they're certainly knowing of it. So as a result, in hindsight, people look back on Facebook and maybe they're slightly uneasy about what they shared. Mm. But at the same time, like, people smile when they think about it. Do they? I think so. You don't? No. Why not? I What's don't... the difference between that and people?
1: Uh... I think, okay, so I think the difference is that Bebo was just me and my direct friends, all of whom I was in constant contact with because we were in school. Uh I also think the monetization of the platform wasn't as explicit as Facebook. Like I remember when Facebook started to get populated by news articles and by ads and you'd kind of have to scroll three or four times before you'd see a post by a human that you know. And I think the more that that happened, the less attractive an offering it became. Because it's kind of like you're watching, you know, do you ever um, watch American football? Mm. Okay, so it drives me bananas when it's on at home on a Sunday mm. and every six seconds an ad comes oh, on. Yeah. So that's what Facebook is like to me. Now. You get six seconds of content and then you have to sit through really cringy ads.
0: Yeah, but that's now. Yeah. I'm talking about Facebook then. I mean, like when I, when I this whole segment I've been thinking about it a decade and a half ago. Yeah. Not, not the current iteration of it. Like, I think Facebook, uh, you know, suffers in comparison to Bebo because Bebo was warmer and it looked nicer But it was also it was more cuddly and it was more personal. Whereas Facebook had a very kind of Reddit-like cold yeah. interface and therefore it was all to do with your words initially and then photos, which maybe some people feel in hindsight was too intrusive. It, it's very, that's, that's the subjective part of it. I don't think people, I think objectively people are less fond of the ish than they used to be. Mm. And I think Zuckerberg has a lot to do with it.
1: Yeah. But I also think Bebo is only around for like a wet weekend as we spoke about before. Whereas Facebook has made, like it's still here today and it's still like they do have active users and also it should be noted that in certain parts of the world, Facebook is synonymous with the internet.
0: If Facebook ended in a certain year, do you think it would be better remembered and thought of now. What year would that have been? Like 2013, 14? Yeah,
1: exactly. Before 2015, 2016. Because... But the world
0: changed in 2016 in general.
1: Yeah, but I also think, like the Cambridge Analytica thing, if that hadn't happened as a result, or or, like with the whole Trump uh, presidency, it was bound to happen at some stage because there were too many loopholes in place. We were too naive. We clicked accept to all of Mm. these terms and conditions without reading a single one. And uh, it was always going to end badly because of the predictions it made about us and the data that we handed over.
0: See, despite our disagreements here about how we remember it, I do agree that part two of Facebook's life has been the kind of cynical, sinister part of it. Mm. But I I remember part one. That's how I'd summarise the whole discussion. For me, that would be my memory of it.
1: Okay. You can be Little Miss Sunshine and I'll just be Debbie Downer. It works. It's accurate. Let us know
0: what you think out there, folks. Facebook. Yeah, yeah or nay?
1: Do. You can email Talk at newstalk.com. As I said in just a second, Stephen O'Leary of Illytico will be here to look at the fallout of Facebook and we will look ahead to the future. Colum, thanks a million.
0: Just thank you.